Alex, you sent me a message a couple of days ago. Okay. And you were like, hey, what are we going to review this week? Um, we can do between this and this and this. And I was like, none of those movies are out here yet. Uh, they're not out on digital. I can't see them yet. And just to say something, I said, the only movie I've seen is this one Netflix movie called Look Both Ways. And then yesterday I get a message from you being like, okay, I saw Look Both Ways. Let's record it. And I was like, are you for real? <laughs> and the best part is that I gave you no content. I wasn't like, hey, I saw Both Ways. It's really good. Underrated masterpiece. You know, hidden gem of Netflix. No, I was like, I saw this movie randomly. Like, I saw it because I think my sister, I think my sister was watching it and I was like, what is this? And I just like sat and watched the whole thing. I didn't expect you to watch it. I did. I, I saw did. it with Nikki. I was like, look, this looks, seems like the kind of movie that you'd like. So let's watch it together. And we did. Okay. Um, there was a lot of shit I have talk. No there idea will be a you... lot of shit talk throughout this, uh, throughout this podcast. Okay. okay. This might be a fun one then. Um, I have... Because usually... And this is how I gauge your, your excitement towards a movie. I, I don't think I ever told you this, but you do this thing where, like, you tell me, like, hey, we're going to record this one, right? And I go, yeah, ready to go. I watched it. And then you, you're, you're the same comment that you always say is, I have notes. Like, <laughs> they're never, like, I have positive notes. I have, I just, I have notes. Like, like okay, yeah, we just, we just saw this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just so you know, I have notes. It's like... Oh, okay, now I know. He, but for this one, you, you were just like, I saw this recorded. So I was like, he doesn't have notes? Like, <laughs> what happened this time? I have, I have, so, yeah. I have thoughts. <laughs> you have thoughts. Okay. Um, All right. This might be, this is going to be interesting. What's called? If, uh, if we don't get banned for this one. Real quick, though, I just want to make a point. I saw a movie better than this last night <laughs> that we should Okay, we should what be was reviewing. the movie? <laughs> what was the movie? It's called Love in the Villa. Love in the Villa. Is it? Does it take place in like Spain or something? Or like? Yes, actually. Well, uh, in Italy, in Rome, that makes Italy. Sense. Uh, is that where it takes place? It takes place where the fuck Romeo and Juliet were when they were when their dumbass thirteen and fifteen year old selves were murdered. Um, it, it's a love story. It, it has uh, you know the dude from Umbrella Academy, the big guy. Yeah, Tom Ho Tom Hopper. Yes, it has him in it, uh, and then this okay. other girl that I can't remember. Love in the villa. There you go. Um, okay. Netflix original. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm singing. Cat Graham. That's her name. Cat Graham. Is that? It also okay. weighs uh, Raymond Al Black and Laura Hopper Hooper. But yeah. Um, Different movie. It's a. It's somewhat in the same vein of like a like a love story. Like this is like. Uh, this is not a knock. Love in the Villa is like a good lifetime film with the with the decent budget and some decent acting. And this, uh, no, that's Love in the Villa. Look both ways is a lifetime movie with mm, not a great budget and like not great acting. More, more of a cautionary tale, though, I think. Look both ways. Uh. But, um... <laughs> Manic, you shit talk this movie so much while we were watching it, though. There's some cute I don't want to overextend... I don't want to overextend the bit, but... I just want to say, I also saw a better movie last <laughs> night. Uh-huh. 
I saw the Spider-Man No Way Home extended version on theaters. Uh-huh. Did you did you hear about this? No. How? Why was it extended? What happened? They, it's uh, a, another eleven minutes added to No Way Home. Yeah, and I paid money to see it. Eleven <laughs> whole minutes. Eleven whole ass minutes. What what did they add? Were there any scenes? Was there any like significant change that you could be like this changed the course of the film? No significant change that changes the course of the film, but there is there are a lot of moments that are extended and some scenes that were cut that I understand why they cut them, but um, it's nice to see a full finished product. There's another Daredevil scene, so I like that. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that's why it won you over. That that's your heart. That um, the scene where uh, the three Peter Parkers are like standing in the Statue of Liberty and they're talking. Yeah. That scene is extended, so there's like way more scenes. There's one great joke that they I cannot believe they cut from the movie. Um, so you know when when they're talking with Tobey Maguire about how he can do like webbing, like natural webbing from his hands, like the, like he doesn't need uh, the shooters. Things. Yeah. So they're talking about that, <laughs> and uh, they kind of overextend that. So they go they go like a little bit more into like his thought process and, and how he does that. And then Andrew Garfield, in like complete fucking honesty, he just goes, "Wow, I can't wait to see your holes." <laughs> I would love to see your hole, something like that. I have nothing. I have nothing, and I would give you nothing. What the fuck? Okay. Oh my god. Also, the, the Daredevil sin. The Daredevil sin is uh, when they get when he brings all the villains back to the back to the apartment. Uh huh. You know how you can see them through the security camera for, yeah. for, for a bit. So they, they they do that. They show the security camera, and they cut to uh, Happy Hogan. Uh, receiving like a notification on his phone that someone entered his house and he can see like the video of them walking in and then he's looking at his phone and then there's Daredevil there's Matt Murdock right next to him and he's like as you can see he's an exemplary citizen and you know he's he's not he's not guilty of any wrongdoing but he's looking at his phone and then he gets like all scared because he's seeing a fucking lizard you know walk into his apartment and then Matt Murdock, like in all in all of his lawyer calm demeanor, he just turns to Happy and goes, "Happy, stop sweating." <laughs> <laughs> and then Happy just goes, "Like, how do you stop sweating?" <laughs> <laughs> breathe, bitch, breathe. It's cute. It's it's cute. It's got it's it's got some cute scenes. So like, yeah, it was worth it. Also, tickets were like half off, so. Oh, okay. Well, today's cinema day, folks, actually. Uh, if you hear the podcast early enough, you can go to the movies and buy tickets for $3. Um, good luck. $3. Good fucking luck doing that on this goddamn Saturday. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure there's going to be riots. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, people can't wait to see Orphan First Kill. I mean, and it, it, I don't think people really give two shits. I mean, it, from what I've heard, yeah, it's... People it's, really want to see League of Super Pets <laughs> shit like that. Dude, from what I understand, from, from Orphan First Kill what? is actually pretty good, from what I've heard. Like, there's another twist in it. Like, have you, do you know... Have you seen Orphan? 
Yeah, I've seen Orphan. Okay, so you know the twist that she's actually a grown-ass woman? Supposedly, this one has an even yeah. better twist. I am amazed that it's the same actress. Apparently, instead of UG- using de-aging tech, they just like use force perspective and a bunch of other tricks. That sounds great. That's how movie monsters should be. Also, I thought she was way older than she was. She was like 12 in the original one, and she's 25 right now, so... I mean, I guess it wasn't that hard, especially if you're like a little shorter. I mean, she could play. The, she could so. be the real orphan. That she could. I'm a 25 year old playing could. a 12 year old. What's up? We are we are highly neglecting talking about this movie. So <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's a fucking reason for that. That should tell you. <laughs> that should tell you something. Uh, you ready? Uh, yeah. Let's hit it. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. And begrudgingly, I'm Eddie here to talk about... Look Both Ways. Look Both Ways. This is the rollback. Wherever wherever life takes you, let love guide you. On the eve of her college graduation, Natalie's life diverges into two parallel realities. One in which she becomes pregnant and must navigate motherhood as a young adult in her Texas hometown. The other in which she moves to LA to pursue her career. In both journeys throughout her 20s, Natalie experiences a life-changing love, devastating heartbreak, and rediscovers herself. So, Look Both Ways is a new kind of interesting experiment that Netflix uh, released. Um, it's a movie uh, that shows us like both two timelines of one person, uh, whether they, the thing that divides it is, uh, is the fact that they get pregnant uh, <clears throat> on the last day of college. Uh, it starts uh, Lily Reinhardt, who is uh, currently uh, starring in, uh, what's that fucking show? The, the, the Riverdale. She is one of the main characters in Riverdale. And, uh, and she was in a couple of movies like Hustlers and uh, The New Charlie's Angels. Uh, it also stars uh, Daniel Ramirez, David Cornsworth, Aisha D, uh, and her parents. I think uh, it's Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson and Andrea Savage. The, yeah, that's the, that's the mom. Um, so it's uh, you know we can say that maybe the movie wasn't for us. Definitely, we're not the target audience. I think it might be directed towards a young young woman. Uh, but I saw it, and uh, if we're gonna honor that that good old tradition on the internet that you know it's content that's not made specifically for us, but goddammit, we're men and we're gonna talk about it. So, um, so what did you think about Look Both Ways? Um, <clears throat> so I, I have a list of pros and cons here, right? <clears throat> okay. Uh, so you do have notes. <laughs> I, I do have some notes. Yes. Uh, so like <laughs> off the top of my head, like it's a great iffy story. Like I like that idea. That's somewhat fresh. I don't remember the last time I saw a movie that talked about what if you know this individual got pregnant. You know, right after college graduation. Uh, Juno doesn't do this. You know, Juno just like no, she's pregnant. So iffy story. I like that. I appreciate that. Um. It didn't go the way that you were expecting as far as, like, uh, her ending up with Gabe. Like, I think most people assumed that they were just going to get together and fall in love and it was going to be a straightforward love story. But it wasn't. They co-parented, but they weren't together. Uh, she meets Jake. They kind of get together, but then they break up because of work. And it was a bit unexpected. There's a few, like, re- different things that this movie tries to do, which I do respect. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? That was your that was your whole pro that was, that was all your pros. No, no, I have, there's a few other ones. Um, 
I think okay. it presented, and I'm not a parent when I say this, I want to be clear, but I think yeah. it presented some realistic challenges that come with parenthood as far as, like, you know, she wa- <clears throat> she wanted to go to L.A., but feasibly, there was no way she could if she was going to have a child. It's like, she understood this is not uh, a possibility for me, you know? Like, it's it just it, hard truth. It is. I'm sorry, but it's not if I'm going to have this kid. Um, so, yeah. realistic challenges of parenthood. Um Push and pull relationships, you know, with the guys and whatnot, co-parenting. Also, my biggest pro, the parents were fucking hilarious. That's also my biggest pro. The parents were the best part of this movie. And unfortunately, they're not they in it past the, second, past the first act. Yeah, they're only there for, like, when she goes back either to visit them or to, like, go and stay with them. But the parents were fucking hilarious. Uh, that part when she goes back and she's pregnant and the parents and the parents go like we're gonna discuss this outside so you don't hear but you can hear them from the inside and then one of them goes like like forget about naked Thursdays like we can't have that anymore like we like we can't like do all this and then they they turn around and they see that he's proposing to her and they like jump back inside like no no <laughs> oh god it's the parents were genuinely great like I forgot like like they're both very funny actors and they they did really funny in this um well, so i thought they were great honestly man that, that, that's also i think my biggest pro dude that yeah. scene i paused it so many times with nikki because we were laughing and shit talking the whole time because uh it, it's like we can imagine how our parents would respond but also i know how i would respond like if that was my kid okay like if my daughter is in the room <laughs> with this guy and she's like i'm pregnant and i'm like okay I assume that that you've thought this through, or no. And she's like, well, we're going to co-parent. I'm like, cool, what do you do for a living, man? I'm a musician. You're going to come work for me now. Because I need to make sure you can provide for my daughter, you dumb piece of shit. Like... What if, what if instead of musician, he, he would have said, I run a, 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 a not-so-successful movie podcast... You're going to come work for me, you dumb piece of shit, because there's no money to be made from that. <laughs> I know that for a fact. You can't make any money from that. Okay? You're not good enough. <laughs> oh, man. No. Hell. Uh-uh. Hell no. Oh, God. That, that was the most fun uh, we had with the movie, because we were just... Imagine that was our daughter. Or imagine that was us. It'd be like, no, we have our shit together. These idiot kids. And they even make a point. They, they make a light discussion which i appreciated about you know once she confirms she is pregnant if she even wants to keep the child like do do you want to have the baby um or you know do you want to follow through with this and the gabe to his credit like is about as supportive as you can expect like he's like look whatever your decision is i support it whichever way you want to go he's not a douchebag like and i'll give him i'll give them credit for that gabe is a good guy he steps up to the plate um yeah but yeah no so this movie god that sucks though right after you graduate you have to put your life yeah a bit on that hold. post post graduation life it's kind of sucky and then you add a kid to the mix or you add like job hunting in the mix it's kind of yeah it's pretty pretty unfortunate i had one more pro i wanted to mention go um the movie takes place in Texas, in Austin specifically. Whataburger. And, uh, oh my God, when they did that joke. Okay, look, 
I, you're a Texas native. I lived in Texas for five years and I consider it a second home. I had some of my formative years there. Um, so the fact, so the fact that it starts in Austin and when they're walking the Austin bridge, I'm, I'm like, I've been to that bridge when they're, when they're in, in UT, I'm like, I've been there. Like I, like I've, I've walked through those, through those halls and I went and I walked through those grounds when they pass by the Texas, the, the, the UT fountain. I'm like, ah, I've been, I've been there. And then when she's pregnant, she's about to give birth. And she goes like, they're not going to let me eat at the hospital. Let's stop by Whataburger. And he goes, okay. And like, he's just like, okay, sure. And then they walk in and they have like the cup. That was, be- that, that was great. That I thought was really <laughs> smart. That I really like. And then at the end, not to jump, uh, not, not to jump to, to ahead, but at the end of the movie, uh, there's a scene near the climax where, uh, they go to this bar called Stubbs to watch this guy play in his band. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, that bar Stubbs. I've been to that bar. Like I've been to. Oh, that's a real a bar. bar. Restaurant for ribs. It's it's a real place in Austin. It, it's a it's, it's a real concert place, and it's like a bar restaurant. Uh, that's where I saw County Crows and Mean Creek. Uh, when I turned eighteen, I did a trip to Austin. Like that was my my gift. Yeah, like I went to Austin and I saw a couple, I saw a couple of concerts. I saw Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, and then I saw County Crows there, like back to back days, and uh, that it was there. It was at Stubbs. So when they walked in, I'm like, ah, oh, I've been there. Like that's yeah, like that's a real place, and um, so that was cool. I I don't think uh, there's a lot of movies that take place in Texas, so it's kind of cool that they decided to include those elements from Austin and you know Whataburger and everything. But it's kind of cool, like if mostly because like I. I can relate to like a little bit of that. I've never been pregnant and giving birth and eating Whataburger, but I have eaten Whataburger both drunk and hungover. And I think that creates a very special relationship the that you could have with 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 uh, with the parks. So yeah. So I wanted to say that too, because like that was that, that was cute. You can't deny that was cute. Hey, well, it, I can't deny it. you're right. It was cute. It was adorable. Um, this movie yeah. does go on on two different paths. One we can probably relate to a little more than than the other. Um, one is obviously her giving birth, but on the other side of the coin, um, we have the one where she, uh, tests negative and moves to LA with Kara and she tries to start building her career. She's, um, trying to, to apply everywhere and she runs to the problem. We all fucking do. These are all unpaid internships. It's yeah. like, yeah, unfortunately that that's the bullshit real world that we now live in. Um... You know, and she's trying to find a job in L.A., which also, like, kind of shocked me a little bit because I'm like, you went to L.A. without having a job already lined up? Like, L.A.'s not cheap. Even if Kara's like, I got the bills. Don't worry, boo. I got you. It's still like, how the fuck do you not have something lined up already? Be a barista. Also, something. um... <laughs> also, pretty interesting. She goes into animation, and that's... That's another factor that I'm like, you know, you don't see that in movies a lot. Like, you see animation movies, but you don't see movies of people working in animation. That, I thought, was also kind of smart. And they, they reference all these uh, all these properties and all these companies. And she's working for this fictitious company that works on these movies. But also, like, they reference, like, a lot of things. And there are scenes, like, there's one scene when they're walking around, when she's walking around with, with this guy. And they see this setup for the movie A Whisker Away. And, and she goes, oh, I love this movie. Like, it's so, it reminded me of Spirit Away. And they start talking about movies. And then they have this really cool conversation about how the, live the, action. The, this guy just randomly says, yeah, they should do a live action Spirit Away. And she goes like, the 
fuck is wrong with you? And that have the most accurate conversation about the medium of animation versus live action. And that was smart. I haven't seen like a couple have that conversation in a movie yet. So that I thought was really cool. You could tell the people that work on it either really respect animation or at least or have worked with it in the past or can at least appreciate it. So I thought that at least was original enough. Um, also, also Netflix. You you may have fooled everyone else, but I know you produced a whisker away. You did this as an ad to yourself. I know that. So, yeah. When she walks in, she's like, "Oh, I love this movie. You should watch it on Netflix." Like, yeah. Oh, how convenient. Okay. How convenient, Lily. Yeah. I mean, according to this, it's it's fresh and Rotten tomato, so I assume it's good. A whisker away. Yeah. It was on my top ten that year. Oh yeah. See, there you go. So what you're saying is is that they're advertising a good movie. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. So this film But it imagine you're eating a seven eleven hot dog and then in the middle you get a you bite into it and then you pull out a piece of paper that says, Congratulations, you want another hot dog. <laughs> like this is great, but I'm eating a hot dog. <laughs> you can cash this in at any yeah. time in the next twenty five minutes. Upon eating, yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, so look both ways. It's it's crazy because it's not like it's off the wall. It's what I like. It's not a world-ending film where everyone's gonna die. Yeah, there's no government conspiracy. There's no like gunfights or action sequences. It's just a film about someone's life. Um, uh, so we fast forward a bit, and the challenges have continued uh, in one universe where she does have the baby. Um, it's kind of decided that Natalie and Gabe won't be getting together. Uh, they're struggling to co-parent a bit. Um, he moved out. He offered her to move in. He wants to pursue a relationship with her, but they just don't want to do it. Like, she doesn't want to. Kara comes over to visit, and they kind of talk about how difficult the relationship is. Um, you know, how hard it is to parent. And you even see, like, they have a really hard discussion about how... Um, Natalie and her mom have a very frank discussion about how after you're given a parent, a part of you dies. No one mentions this. No one talks about this. But it's like you're mourning an old version of yourself because you will never not be a parent again. Um, yeah. And it's and I paused and I asked Nikki, like, is this true? And she's like, yeah, like there's discussions of stuff like that. Like, you know, like once you're a parent, you, you can never go back. You know, and it's kind of like, yeah. oh, God, like, you know, that. Yeah. Um, so props to them. They have that discussion, and her and Gabe are trying to co-parent. On the other side of the coin, Natalie and Jake have a strong relationship going, but Jake then has to move to Nova Scotia for at least a year for a documentary that he's producing. And in there, we get kind of the conflicts on both sides. On one part, it's Natalie struggling to deal with the fact. That uh, that Jake's gonna be gone for a while. You know they want to be together. She's struggling in her career on the other side of the coin. She's struggling to parent by herself and maintain her friendship with Kara and all that. I, I think that was all very realistic in both sides of the aisle. Like it shows you how uh, being a parent. There are a lot of challenges that come with being a parent, but there are also a lot of challenges just being a young professional. Yeah. Yeah. I. For one second, I thought maybe the movie was going to go straight up like, 
and I don't want to like you know I'm not meaning anything behind this it's just what I was getting from the movie but like I thought for a good while like hey she got pregnant her life didn't go really well oh she didn't get pregnant her life went a lot better um, oh yeah I thought it was going to go that route too both yeah, but then, but then throughout the movie, like they also show like the hardships of like, okay, you might not have a baby, doesn't mean your life is perfect, like doesn't mean you know everything else is working. Um, although they're not gonna lie, like her life without the baby, like was significantly better. Like, like lie to me, lie to me, and tell me it did. It, it wasn't like significantly better. Like, like what's the worst thing that happened to her without without the baby? Oh, long distance relationships. Boo, fucking who? Like, you can make that shit work, okay? But I'm gonna show that. I will show this to your kids someday. Some someday there will be a little oh chimmer in the God. world, and I'll be like, "Look at what your father thinks of you." Well, I'm just saying this is the this is the message of the movie that I felt like the movie was portraying. Now, um, now things go kind of well for her in in the in the other way, and I, I like how in both situations the climax is same same but different. Mm-hmm. Like she ends up, uh, like she ends up doing a short or like a little comic, and it's different in both ways. But they kind of lead her to the same place. She gets there eventually through different mediums and different things inspire her, and kind of to show that this was always meant to be her destiny. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really smart. That was a nice little way of tying everything up. Um, so I thought that was kind of smart. And you know, we are ragging on the movie a bit, but let me just say this: this is one of the few movies that is not based on another property like it's it's totally original and that's pretty cool i mean i think i think that's pretty cool we don't have enough of those a year um so i'll I'll give it that credit Uh, like the closest thing that i can think of that does this kind of concept is remember that one scene in 500 days of summer when he's gonna go to to her party and they show like both the expectation and the reality of what happened and they're playing at the same time I've actually never seen uh, days, 500 Days of Summer. I want to, but I've never actually seen it. Oh my god, that's why you're so happy. There's, what do you mean? That's why you're not mis- That's why you're not miserable at all. Oh okay. Um, Alright, I guess it's on the list now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, that's the closest thing that I can imagine to something like this. But other than that... I mean, at the end, there's a nice little message of you know when she goes back to to the to the sorority house where where she lost her virginity, and or I don't know if she lost her virginity, but it's 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 where she had sex with the, with the guy at the start. And there's a nice little scene where like she kind of looks at herself in the mirror both ways, and then she just goes like, you "You're okay, man. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah." Um, so that was a nice little message because it shows that in both situations. You know, as long as you're white, blonde, and pretty, things usually go well for you. So, yeah. <laughs> damn, Shema. T- t- yeah, that's the message of the film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're a shit manager. Where's that from? <laughs> Ted Lasso. Damn it. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, you're a shit. You're a shit manager. <laughs> About them, you twat. Okay. Oh my! Hey, I just bought a Ted Lasso shirt actually. You did? I did? Can I see it? Uh, yes. Hold on, let's see. Hopefully the, the pile <laughs> of clean clothes doesn't collapse. Is it the is it the sign? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. I believe. Where would you get it? Uh, Coles. I'm gonna wear it to the gym. Oh shit! Nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, we're supposed to be talking about this. I movie. have a. Wait, wait, wait. I have, I have something. Have I shown you? 
What, uh... Okay, so remember Christmas? This past year, yeah. Yeah. So, I think I went on January. Do, do you remember or not? Vaguely. There was a lot going okay. on. Uh, I did Secret... I did Secret Santa with some friends, and I got, uh, I got this. Uh, Hideki was my secret Santa, and she gave me she gave me this. Oh shit! Ah, oh, I'm fucking jealous now, <laughs> dude. I didn't know that they were a real team. Yes, they're not a real team. We've had this discussion before. Oh, that's right. The website was just very convincing. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still, I need. To, not a real, I need to <laughs> buy. I still need to buy. No, but they. I'm sure. But they do sell merch, and uh, apparently in season three they they, they got Nike's uh, sponsorship, so. They're going to be the ones producing their kits now. So let me get this straight. Nike has fully committed to uh, to sponsoring a, a, fict- a fictitious team. Nike has fully committed to the bit. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm, I would probably buy their shit. But we're also so, yeah. so far off topic, it's not even funny. Yeah, well... Again, while this movie is not... We're not the target audience for this movie. I can still say that it's it's pretty good. It's well done. I will say this. My only point of criticism of this movie... The band that that guy is in, they're not that good. Oh, my God. Oh, it kept pissing me off how like they kept using offbeat versions of the original film. Of the original songs. They just kept playing We Are Young. Like, over and over and over. Like, not even in a good way. Like, I love that band, I love fun, but I love the first album, and I hate uh, Some Nights, and I hate that song, I hate We Are Young, I remember it came out when I was like 18, and it was everywhere. And but see, do you hate it because it's bad, know. or because it was everywhere? I don't like that song, like, period. Uh, I like their other songs, I don't like that one song. Um, and so the fact that they kept trying they kept trying to use this one here, I was like, oh god, that cover was not bad and the song was not bad um but yeah so um but other than that movie's well done like it like if if it spoke to you or or if you related to it then then it 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 fulfilled its purpose and i can't say anything negative about that i thought it's a a very well done film and it's probably not gonna end up in my top 10 but i can't deny that it's a very well done it's original It, it, it it shows an interesting topic Performances are good, good for Lily Reinhardt. I knew she could act. I knew I knew it wasn't just you know, Riverdale that, that she was gonna have for the rest of her life. Um, and I like the parents, and I like all the references to animation. So I thought that, and I like that it takes place in Texas, and I love the Whataburger shoutout. So it's got a lot of good things in a not so great package, but I think that makes it an okay package. <laughs> package. Giggity. But oh, I you know, I, I was kind of hoping though, like okay, this movie feels. Not trying to be too mean, but it feels like yeah. a bit of a step up for like a um, a uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Like a lifetime film. It's not terrible. Yeah, it, it's just it feels like it's like this slightly is, above like that level. It's the hallmarkification of Netflix. Which I mean, I hope it is. It doesn't continue too much like this. Like. Netflix has some solid films and then some not so solid films, and I just hope they continue to to go up in quality. I prefer that over what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean they have they have our money, so why not use it for something you know 
great. But I guess every once in a while, you know, we'll get something great. Um, there are some, again, there are some things that I really like. Uh, I mean, good for the cast and crew, which uh, if I'm... If I'm not wrong, this is a female director, it's a female writer, um, and like I said, the performances are good, so I think it's a good movie to watch, you know, if you're not doing anything else. Sorry if you hear any hammering in the background, there's construction nearby, um, but yeah, I mean, good for everyone involved, it's not bad, it's good, yeah, yeah, you have my seal of approval. It's fine. Cannot, could would not believe that I would say that I like this movie more than more than uh, Lightyear. So that's 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 fucking weird. You like this movie more um, than Lightyear? I mean, I it had more things I enjoyed that I enjoyed than Lightyear. So not gonna lie, Chema, I'm judging you. I'm judging you quite a bit right now. That's okay. Um, yeah, I, I literally have like my list of movies that I've seen this year, and I have it like right above Lightyear and right below Bullet Train. <laughs> Again, I'm judging you. I am judging you as harshly as I possibly can right now. Yeah, that will be me judging you when you put Aquaman number one again. Hey, man. We all make mistakes, and I admit it, and now I'm trying to not put DC movies on my top ten because it's too obvious. I'm trying. <laughs> I am trying. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, anything else you like to add? Not really. I mean, it's, it's not a bad film. You can tell... It, Whoever made it tried to make it with some love and some quality, which I'm not going to, you know, bash him on. Like, it's... You're right. We're not the core audience. I'll say this. So this is a huge step up from uh, from The Kissing Booth. Yeah, as much... Yeah, I don't know how much of a compliment that is, but it really... I mean it to be a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not bound to become a classic, but it's, it's well done. It's done with good intentions, so can't knock them for yeah. that. Agreed. Um, yeah. But yeah, besides that, I All mean... Right. Nothing much. I even have here in my notes. Um, let's see. Cons. It's very cheesy. There's no... Oh! Nikki had this one complaint real quick. That there were no real mom highlights. Meaning that there weren't any real moments where you had Natalie with Rosie. And there were like big triumphant moments there of like, you know, this is worth it. Like... Yeah, even though it's 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 about her being a mom, she kind of doesn't do anything with the daughter. Like they don't bond or anything. Like there, there's no like big moment or big like situations where it's like, oh, like my daughter, like you know, you were worth all this pain and agony. But yeah, they they yeah. kind of skip all that. But okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I think. I think that about wraps it up. I give it a I give it a solid uh, two point seventy five out of five. It's it's okay. I give it a B minus. It's fine. It's harmless. It's at the very least, it's not a bad film. It's just a film that I yeah. find boring at times. But then again, you're right. I'm not the target audience. Worst it can be, it's that it could be harmful or it could be boring. And this is, you know, neither of the two. Now, if you want to see a harmful and boring film, go watch Me Time. That movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> and if you want to watch a good, a really good pregnant uh, pregnant film, uh, Juno is, is still great. So mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it yeah. up for this relatively quiet and tame episode of The Rollback, I think, this week. I think uh, since we're kind of leaving summer season and we're going to start, you know, incorporating fall, um, I think we're going to start to see a little bit more calm movies because I don't know what the next big wow film is. They pushed 
uh, they pushed away Shazam and Aquaman till next year. So, what do we have to look forward to besides Black Panther? Uh, there has to be something that's coming up. Let me see here. More releases for 2022. Up and coming releases. Da, da, da. August. Uh, eh, nothing much. Let's see, let's see. Rita. Da, 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 26. Uh, Breaking the Imitation. Not that, not that. Honk for Jesus. Save your soul. That's on Peacock? Pinocchio is coming out this week. Oh. We got... Oh, yeah. Pinocchio is coming out on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. We got The the Orphan. Uh, let's see. God's Country. Pearl is coming out later on. The Woman King, which actually I actually want to see that one. Um, I saw the trailer for that last night in the... Uh, oh, the the, uh, the Knives Out sequel is going to come out? When? Uh, December. I'm not wrong. What's it called? Has it been given a title yet? It's called Glass Onion. Go- Glass what? Onion? Yeah, that's the title. Is it, com- is it a completely new cast, just like the only going to retain uh, Daniel Craig? Yes. Okay. Oh, you know, fine. I can deal with that, I guess. Um, there's. Do you know who the cast is? Uh, no idea. All right. Edward Norton. Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monet, Kate Hudson, Leslie Alum Jr., Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein, Ethan Hawke, and Dave Batista. Batista? That's whiskey yeah. peg. Ethan Hawke? Damn. Yes. I, you know. Yes. As long as we have that, Daniel Craig, we're good. Because I love his character in the first one. Uh, tech billionaire Miles Brown and his friends for a getaway for a private game. Someone turns up dead. from the case. Oh, uh, Halloween Kills is coming out. So, I think September is going to be a relatively quiet month for us. But I do think uh, come October, we're going to have quite a bit going on. Horror movies, Halloween ends, Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, uh, Blonde, the Marty Monroe biopic is going to come out. I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Apparently, Um, it's supposed to be like epic, which I'm hoping it is. Sounds good. Um... I have a recommendation. It came out earlier in the year, but if you want to, you can watch it and we can mm-hmm. review it. Okay. You, do, you still have, do you still have Apple TV? No, but I can get a hold of any movie I need to. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd say that. Look for this movie called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Let's do that ne- yeah. next week, okay? Is that Harlem? What is this? Drama comedy. No. It's a, it's a drama Dakota comedy. Johnson. Yeah. Are you? Sh- can I watch this with my family, yes. or is this something I need to watch in private? There's nothing really wrong with it, but I don't think family. I I, uh, I don't know. It's got one of the most beautifully wholesome moments, like family related, I've ever seen in a movie at the end. But I don't think it's a movie. I don't think it's a movie that people will understand unless you're like that age, and I think we are. We're still relatively young, so it's a movie about a guy like kind of figuring out what he's doing after college. Oh, so us, okay. Five years later, yes, figuring shit out. Yeah, still (sighs) figuring shit out. How about we do that next? I'll get a hold of it. All right, folks. So, uh, yeah, we're left to the short (laughs) episode. Around 40 minutes. Very contained. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us and for 
Yeah, thank you so much for joining us and for, you know, um, dealing with our constant, you know, changing the subject all the time. Uh, all right, thank you so much for watching. My name is Chema. And this was the rollback. And this was the rollback with a reminder to work on the market. Always use protection, kids. Always use protection. And both. Always. Very important. So, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.